It's the Duffin Up Podcast. What's going on, Duff Daddies and Duff Mamas? It is Tuesday, June 15th, and welcome back to an all-new episode of the Duffin Up Podcast. My name is Brendan Monroe. As always, I'm with the one, the only, Michael Adams. Mike, how you doing tonight, bud? I am good. I am good. I am good. Let's talk some golf. I think we, the one and only, there's, there's so many, there's so many Mike Adamses. I mean, I'm just another, there's, there's nothing significant about this guy right here. So the one, the many Mike Adams over to well, Timmy man. O'Reilly, Timmy, how are you doing today? Saw you at the beach the other day, bud. Looking forward to this. Oh yeah. Uh, we have ourselves the third major. I do love this new major uh, lineup we got going on. It, it, it definitely, brings a i hated when the pga finished up like august in, in oh, august it yeah. oh it was brutal it's like the worst one finishes last it's almost like all right the golf season's over you know after the open is done and uh but this new lineup we have the u.s open golf's hardest test um the day today is the longest day in golf just want to give a shout out to all those trying to qualify and uh and who make the cut and have to travel all the way to san diego if they're not from the area so golf's longest day today we are recording on this day uh, but you will be hearing this on tuesday let's get going it's the u.s open week boys here we go timmy tidbits for you timmy tidbits oh mikey don't worry. we got we got a mikey tidbits later so that's all that matters we got it right in there right in the notes baby let's go but as timmy very well put it right there we have the U.S. Open preview show, and we are heading out to Corey Pines in La Jolla, California, right outside San Diego, right in San Diego County right there. Uh, we are heading out to the home of the Farmers Insurance Open that's played every year. But more importantly, it is the home of the 2021 121st U.S. of A. Open championship and boys i don't know about you but at first i was thinking about it and i was like ah you know tory pines like they shoot real they shoot pretty low at at the at the farmer's insurance every year i don't know if it's going to be that much of a challenge and then they took us out on the course today and uh-oh uh-oh is all i'm gonna say it is going to be a course weekend and i am excited for it, Mike Davis in his last tournament as USGA commissioner has gone all out for this one, boys. And I am ready to talk about what is going to happen at this Reese Jones redone course. There is they are playing it in between 7,600 and 7,800 yards this week. It's depending on the day. They might move the tees up a little bit make a nice little short par four, which is something that they've done the past couple of years. They might move them all the way back and we'll get like uh, you know, a nice little, nice little Kiowa style, very, very hard course. One day they got the rough as thick as five inches in most of the areas. So the primary, not the first cut, but the primary cut is about five inches thick. Uh, you're going to need a hacksaw to get out of there, boys. There is no chance that any of us will be able to get out of there. 
And I don't know about you guys, but I am looking forward to the pros. 250 yards away, taking out a sandwich and just getting right back into the fairway. So I don't know, boys. I don't know what you guys have have the thought about, but I am looking forward to Torrey Pines this week and seeing how hard it's going to be. It's a it's a course that not only and I am absolutely frozen. It is a course that not only uh, requires distance, but it requires accuracy. It requires uh, being able to chip out of the rough from from nice little uh, next to the greens. Poana greens always difficult. A um, couple things about the golf course. Um, there's a hundred the third hole 195 yards depending on the wind um, you can either use a pitching wedge or you could use a long iron um, and then the par five um, the usual 560 yard par five which is usually played as a par five for the farmers insurance it's now converted to a a 515 yard par because the us open is usually always a 70 uh, par 71 and um and yeah, I uh, love the uh, doing research on the course. It's a father-son original design. And but like Brennan said, it's a redesign as well. It's been redesigned. Um, and then uh, the last time we had a U.S. Open here, bada bing, bada bing, was Tiger Woods ch- uh, beating out Rocco Mediate in that uh, absolutely electric 18-hole playoff. Um, Five days of golf. Five. My God. And awesome. you want to know a little, you want to know what my, a, a tiny little tidbit, another Timmy that, tidbit, another Timmy tidbit is that, and this is a preview. I'm sure we'll get to this name later. Um, Brendan, I know is a huge fan of his. Um, Xander Shoffley was watching that 18 hole playoff from a Tory Pines tree. He was just, he was climbing trees. He was watching it. And so I'm sure he has that in the back of his mind as he plays this. Maybe it's his turn to win the U S open. Who knows? Who knows? God, I sure hope so. God, I sure hope so. Love me some Xander Schauffele. But yes, you know, it, it's it's going to be impressive to see. The fact that they moved that, uh, the par five, they moved the tees up a little bit, but literally just a little bit. They only moved them up about 40 yards, and they made it a par four. That is going to be nightmares for a lot of those guys because it is a dog leg. They are going to be able to cut it a little bit, but again, you're getting out of the if you're getting out of the fairway, it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough day. It's gonna be a rough day down there. So they definitely gotta look into that. Really interesting take. I heard uh, another fan favorite of mine, Charlie Hoffman, earlier today, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm d- I'm just gonna sh- I'm just gonna aim for bunkers, man. If I can't get it on the green, I'm aiming for bunkers. I don't want to hit out of this rough. Like I'll aim for a bunker. At least I can get it out of there. So you got to look at those mindsets with some of the guys here where they're just like, if I'm too far away, I'm not even aiming for the green. I'll aim for the bunker. Just make sure I don't get in the rough. Unbelievable. I'm really looking forward to this. Mike. Uh, yeah, no, you, I've been listening to other, other folks like Jeff Shackelford was on the golf McKellar podcast that I listened to. And you hear like he wrote an article saying like Tory Pine sucks and you hear other people talk about how just kind of mundane Tory Pines is and it gets this this glamour and this rap that it's a good good place to host these tournaments but it like Tim said it's it's kind of who hits it the straightest who hits it keeps it out of the rough who can hit it the furthest nothing like I don't know I guess they were just talking about how you can go through different holes and make them way better but I'm no golf specialist golf course architect but I'm definitely excited and I went 
back and they had the the rerun of Rocco versus Tiger on that Monday back in when was that? What year was that? Two thousand and eight. Two thousand and eight. That there, was if you can believe it. We lost we lost Timmy for a bit, but don't worry, he'll be back on. Continue, was, Michael. No, that was just an incredible incredible match. And I, I picked it up like I didn't realize Tiger was down one going into 18 on, on Monday uh, in the yeah. playoff. And 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 he pushed a, a, a 19th hole, right? Yeah, he pushed a 19th hole. They had they went back and played. I forget what hole, but they played 19 and, and, and Rocco. Yeah, he pulled his drive into a bunker and Tiger, I think, just made par and. Tiger made every every putt he needed to. It was that that putt on Sunday on on the 18th green to push to push Monday Monday 18 Monday overtime was unbelievable. That was like a 20 25 foot putt that he just sunk to to win another major. It is absolutely crazy, and I will say that 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 is something that I do think is missing now from the U S open, because I believe that that was the last 18 hole playoff in the peach in the U S opens history. Yeah. They don't do that. Um, anymore. They that ended it. Good. I think they ended it specifically because of that. year. Which is a shame as a golf fan, as someone on who, as someone who can do whatever they want on that Monday, like not if imagine if not waking up to that uh, on that Monday, not getting that drama, that, that Rocco immediate like dude, he was, he was approaching, the 18th green like wave like tigers just like so like zoning out just or zoning in on what his shot Rocco's like took off his hat probably six times to honor the crowd for for cheering him up which was great because he's like never been there like taking in the moment thank you for cheering for me tiger didn't acknowledge anyone tiger goes <laughs> in and, and and wins that it was uh i don't know i just Rocco's a great guy too like you can't not root for Rocco. No, absolutely. And that was the thing too. They said like, that was uh, not really like the down, you know, it wasn't really the downfall of, of tiger, obviously because tiger went on to have a fantastic career, but that was kind of, you know, right after that, he, you know, during those rounds, he tore his ACL. Um, He broke his uh, uh, tiger, broke, broke his, broke his tibia, had a stress fracture in his tibia and tore his ACL during, during that, during that round. And was obviously having sexual relationships with other women. Yeah. And I, so I remember, I remember his, well, I don't remember. I just watched his, his little, uh, interview on the 18th after winning that. And I, knowing what I know now, like, I was like, what is running through his mind right now? Cause he was asked about his, his baby, his baby girl is his, his kid that he, that he had with, um, yeah, with Elon. Elon. Yeah. But, uh, just, that the emotions and to be able to win a golf tournament with everything going on. That's, that's wow. That's crazy. But tigers, he was the best to ever do it. And what a, what a Tory pine tournament we had back then. So we got a, we got a lot of storylines with Phil and, and obviously Bryson Brooks, Jordan reemergence. It's it's going to be electric out there, and hopefully, hopefully, like you guys are saying, Mike Davis is setting this thing up to really, really be be an entertaining. Hey, look at this! He's, He's back! Back! Here we go, Brooksy! Oh, <laughs> Christmas! What a wow! <laughs> okay, we got to move. We got to move your. Uh, we got to move your router and your 
<laughs> we got to move your router just right next to your computer, wherever you are. My God. Oh. But I did, I did get to listen to the whole thing. So I'd keep going, oh, that's whatever right. you were doing. Yeah. Um, no, we yeah. were just talking about, uh, we were talking about just a lot of tiger back in 08. Yeah. And we're also talking course. about like, I, and I, I kind of put this question to both of you guys. I loved that the U S open had that, had that it's not a sudden death. It is a full 18 hole playoffs the next day. They got rid of it because tiger tore his ACL. Like they, they never will say they got rid of it for that reason. They got rid of it because tiger broke his leg and, and tore his ACL during, during, not during, during the playoff, but like, you know, he had to play on that instead of just playing one extra hole. I kind of wish that they still had that. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. I just think it's one of those things in sports where it's just like, this is, this is a cool little thing where it's, you know, it's not even match play. It's straight stroke play. And I I just thought it was a really cool event. They have a two, they have a two hole aggregate playoff now, which Hmm. it's not enough. You want more. And, and you think like us open the toughest test of a major, you'd have to go back out and do it. Eight. Even if you have a torn ACL, you have to go back out and do it 18 more times. And to change that, I don't know. It takes, it takes something away, but what are you going to do? You got to live with what you got, I guess. Right. I, guess I don't so. think I, I don't think I've ever agreed with you two more. <laughs> I think we should absolutely have the eight. It's what makes the U S open cool, you know? And I think of, I mean, one of the most famous, I mean, we're talking about a famous 18-hole playoff uh, um, with Tiger and Rocco, but I think maybe arguably the most famous is Francis we met, um, and we'll talk about him come next year. Um, but with that 18-hole playoff against uh, Harold Varner and the other big guy. Um, Harry Varden, the stylist, the stylist yeah. Harry Varden. Um, you know, and it is what makes the U.S. Open different. It uh, Who needs another two-hole playoff? If we have to go to a next day, more golf, I mean – I mean, I'm definitely we're definitely biased because we love golf, but and a whole nother day of golf and just watching two guys go head to head. Let's let's do that. I don't know why they got rid of it. It must be a TV thing too. What are the golfers gonna say? No, no. I mean, obviously they're gonna go out there. So, oh, it's a hundred percent. It has to be a TV thing too. So, it doesn't have to be on TV. Got to be there. Gotta I didn't mind. There. I didn't mind it on TV. It was nice. I was able to watch it that Monday. I was 17 years old at the time. That was pretty sweet. I'm just saying, don't start changing things for TV. For yeah, TV. that's true. That is 100% true. I, I, I 100% agree with that. Um, you know, it's there was besides that. And the thing is, too, is that it doesn't happen very often. Like the 18-hole playoff does not happen very often. Before that, it was 2001. And before that time, I believe it was 1994, so, you know, it happens once every 10 years. I couldn't tell you. I, I didn't go back and look and to see if there was playoff sense. But I just think it's one of those things where you got to look at it and you're just like, this brings so much that, like, you know what I mean? It, it just brings so much to the, to the course. Also, third place that year, the finest stage whiskey in all of golf, Lee Westwood, 2008. So close. So close again. So close again, Lee. One time you're going to get it. Probably not this week, but one time you'll get there. <laughs> um, rooting for field? him hard. He's in the field. Who's on the bag? Great question. Oh, this, oh fiance's on the bag this week. I almost, I had to think about it. I, I had to think about it. So that's no um, good. That's mm-hmm. no good. No, no, that's very good. Son good. on the bag. Bad. 
Beyonce no. on the bag. Good. No, I thought it was the other way around. Oh, no, 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 no. He finished tie for second, tie for second with the fiance on the bag two weeks in a row. Then the sun came on the bag and he missed the cut. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So good. I, all right. Good vibes, Lee. All right. Yeah, he, he knew. He knew. He knew. He's like, all right, we got to get the wifey on the bag. <laughs> um, but kid. yeah, I would just love to see it one more. Like I, 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 you know, I, I was pretty shitty research and I did not look up to see if there had been a playoff since the 08. I don't believe there had just looking at 09. Lucas Glover won a U.S. Open. Like, how, how did that happen? <laughs> at Beth Page Black, too. Wow. What a guy. Um, you know, you just kind of look through. I don't, you know, I just, I don't believe... I mean, how there can was, they get rid of it since the, I mean, even like we're talking about it now, like mm-hmm. it's what a showdown between Rocco and Tiger. Yeah, it was Tiger. I mean, the, the biggest needle mover in the history of the game. But I mean, even if it's I don't know, even if it's Lee Westwood and I don't know, some in Will Zalatoris. I mean, we got to watch 18 holes of golf more in the toughest test. I mean, Brendan, I mean, that's just carnage with 18 more holes of carnage for you you know it's just let's just get can we go back let's change it back can we go back change i mean back. Keep i'm it on that your hard. guys's side i'm on your side i i would love to have it back suck up their pride the pga tour or the usga suck up their pride you made a and just realize admit they made a mistake and go right back that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's easy wouldn't be that hard i don't think it'd be that hard I don't even think it's even happened. I'm trying to look. I'm on 2013. Nope. I don't think it's happened since. And honestly, if it did happen, I I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. Um, I don't. I don't want to play off this week. Just for that reason, I don't want. I don't. Want, I don't want to be tempted, but be like, oh, this could have been so great, and we just have two shitty holes of golf. Maybe probably in the dusk. Can't exactly. Even the, can't even see their ball. It's probably especially a, in the U.S. Open where they're playing for par and not playing for birds. You know, like yeah. where the winner will probably make a par and the loser will probably make a bogey or something. And I don't. And and I don't think that. So Tory Pines, they haven't had a lot of rain, which is good, which is big. Um, so it's not going to be like an Aaron Hills where it rained the entire week before. So the course was so soft that everyone went out and shot crazy under. Um, but I also don't think it's going to be like a Shenacock or like a. Uh, you know, like a, a what Wingfoot should have been last year before Bryson went nuts. And uh, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it is going to be pretty OK, you know, like two under, probably one under if they're if they're over par. I'd love it. I'm a big I'm very pro over par uh, in this uh, in in the U.S. Open. But hey, you know, it may it may happen. I think I love that. That it might be really hard, like firm, a firm golf course. I really enjoy watching people's like run it up, keep it low, just kind of old, old Scotsland style, you know, like old European style. Just keep the ball low and links course kind of. Was there, was Tor there Box more? Technically, of- it's technically not a links course, but it's like close. You know what I mean? It's right along the, it's right along the ocean. So it's good. Does it blow um, there? Wind blow there or? Oh, yeah. oh, they get some wind. Oh, do they get some wind? Um, it's gonna be like it could be Kiowa level wind. Like, yeah. Um, I want to see another Chambers Bay. When you're talking about firm, I mean, yeah, they the players didn't like it, but visually on the TV, I mean, just 
landing the ball one way on the green and it just rolls all the way around and all that stuff. I mean, that is just, does it for me. That's like us open. That's yeah. you, you Billy, gotta be able to putt. You gotta be able to, Oh my God. Billy Horschel during the chambers bay getting so mad on the greens. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The issue was, is that that was at, like, that's probably the worst. Like even though Jordan Spieth won it just because they were hoping it would rain because it's, you know, it's Seattle, Washington in June. So like, you're like, oh, it's going to rain. And then it didn't rain. And so the course was in like bad condition, <laughs> but it was interesting. It was a really good tournament. I, I liked it. It was so different. I mean, Tory Pines, I mean, Mike, you were saying that Tory Pines is, uh, you, you were listening and saying Tory Pines is just your average golf course. And visually it is kind of your average golf course. Jackalford says that there's like a mound in the middle of every green or like off to the side, just from poor architect, just someone couldn't make a green level. So there's kind of like mounds in the middle of greens. I don't know. Mm. Take it for a grain of salt, but go on, Tim. No. Yeah. And uh, I, it's an average looking golf course to the, it's just green, green. And we have green, we have Augusta. We, I like uh, Oakmont's kind of like that too, but I do like Oakmont with the different bunkering and everything like that. Um, But Chambers Bay, I do like uh, Wingfoot. It was just, just long and skinny. Um, which I guess is another one, but it has so much history. Um, Tory Pines, it's just a, uh, I mean, it's cool. That's right on the coast. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I would like to see another, uh, another Chambers Bay kind of linksy, but I do, but you did say that Brennan, that Tory Pines has that linksy field just being on the water. So, yeah, even though it's not, you know what I mean? Like it's not Pebble Beach. It's not Spyglass Hill. It's nothing like that, but, um, no. I, I just don't like, so, and, and the only reason why I, I even got mad when they were like, oh, we're going to Torrey Pines. I don't want courses that have another PGA event hosting right. the U.S. Open. Right. I think that's wrong. I get it. You can't play, like, you can't always play it in Florida or something like that. Or, like, you want to, you know, you obviously cannot have a U.S. Open in Mesa, Arizona, where it's 120 degrees in the middle of June. Like, I get you can't have it in some places like that, but, like, Come on, man. Like, don't play it at another court. Like, I, I, and I don't know if they're going to do this again for a while. Like, I don't know if they're going to play it at a course that doesn't have a, uh, that does have a, another PJ tour event because next year it's at the country club, which hopefully we're enormous by then. So we can somehow get in there. Um, and, uh, the year after, I think it's Oakmont or Pinehurst, like it's Oakmont Pinehurst. It's starting to get like 2027's Pebble, which is Pebbles, like, I guess the exception because like they have the pro, but like, even that, I, I don't know if I a hundred percent even like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think I'd rather just have Pebble be a U.S. open course than do their Pebble beach program. But at the same time, they'll never get rid of that. Cause it's so popular. Right. <laughs> um, you have to play Pebble have to. Yeah. <clears throat> That's that's like the one course that like you get the exemption from. It's like the St. Andrews of the U.S. Open. Mm, and it is played there. I don't know, man. Wingfoot's kind of making a run run for that one, too, though. But they've played at Pebble so many times. That's the issue. They played at Pebble, I think, like nine or ten times. Um, but yeah, so they just know the weather out there so well, right? Like that it's never going to rain. Like they can. I mean, it just helps them play in the golf tournament. Basically, I mean, you know, they've got the stim. They had the stim meter out today. They said the uh, the greens are running at 13, which is 
very high for a non-US Open tournament, but for a US Open tournament, it's medium high. <laughs> There's a different stimp meter level for US Open tournaments and non-US Open tournaments. It's insane. Huh. Crazy. So, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great thing. I do think, I know we talked about it. I know we talk about how you got to be in the fairway, but there are statistics that show that being in the fairway is not as needed as it once, as, as you would think it would have to be a person who has had the best fairway accuracy numbers for the entire week during the U S open has never won a U.S. open. All U.S. Opens or all U.S. Opens. That's a that's a large stat. I, wow. Uh, <laughs> Think about that. So, so if you are now. number one in driving accuracy, you have not won a U.S. Open. Interesting. <laughs> exactly, because I agree. All we talk about is how much you got to be in the fairway. Got to be in the fairway. Got to be in the fairway. Can't be in the rough. Got to be in the fairway. Bryson kind of proved that wrong last year, but again, Bryson was a freak of nature. Like that was a freak of nature performance. Um, he basically made a statement that if you're going to be in the rough and in the U S open, you're probably going to be in the rough. You'd rather be in the rough from a hundred yards than 200 yards. That's yeah. good. That's and you're going to make all your clubs the exact same length. So that way you can just, you know, take a pitching wedge, but it's actually as long as a three iron and, you know, just take it out there, which should be illegal. Should 100% be illegal, but that, well, we're, that's besides the point. <laughs> um, no. But you don't think so? Well, I, I love how he did at Wingfoot kind of set that mindset, like drive it as far as you can and then have a shorter shot in from, from yeah, the rough. But uh, what, what, you're saying that he shouldn't be able to have all clubs the same length? I all, don't like it. I don't like it personally, but that's just me. I mean, you keep you keep limited everything. I mean, eventually we're just going to get down to playing. I don't even know. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I think there are a lot of you know really good storylines coming into this as well, which is great. Um, I think the first one, and this is a big one, and you guys might disagree with me. The first, the major storyline that I have not named Phil Mickelson because the, I want it to happen. It may not happen though. John Rahm plays Corey Pines extremely well. Oh yes. John Rahm is coming out of getting screwed out of winning the Memorial by his own fault, by his own fault. We're not saying that was incorrect, but by no. his own fault, he lost, he lost out on a tournament. On basically walking away from the tournament. And I I just think, you know, the guy's got three top tens and five starts, including a win at the Farmers Insurance Open. Uh, I think his lowest place he's ever finished since 2017 when he started playing there was uh, tied for 23rd. So it's just like, yeah. So the dude's a monster at Torrey Pines. Dude loves Torrey Pines. I think he could have a really, really good uh, tournament. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the pictures, but his hometown in Barica, Spain, there are pictures that they have. 
they look very similar to the cliffs. <laughs> they look very similar to the Tory Pines cliffs. So you're sitting there, you're just like, hmm. Maybe, maybe John Rahm is onto something here since his hometown looks exactly like Tory Pines. Hmm. You know I'm not rooting for John Rahm. I, I don't know why you don't like him. I'm not pulling for Johnny. I mean, I'm not rooting for him to finish in last, but I don't want him to win. So I, I don't really – he definitely could have a great week. But, I mean, he's had no COVID symptoms. Maybe one's a little fog or maybe 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 a symptom of just missing a cut or something. He's got to have some symptom after COVID. I mean, no? I think I think because of this – because of his unfortunate uh, little uh, disqualification or withdrawal, whatever you want to call it. And he's such a hothead. He could go either way. Either it's going to fire him up and he like spent the last two weeks. Run just, away like, with it. Just run. He'll either run or, away or, miss or the he'll force it. Or no in between. Or it's going to go the opposite way and it's going to yep. completely catastrophize him. And I don't even know. So it, it it's going to go either way. And Brennan, it seems it's like, it's almost too good to be true. I mean, this is his course. He plays well here. And like you said, it's just like his hometown in Spain and, and all that like that. It's like, I want to pick him. I want to pick him. I mean, I, I like John Rum. I want to pick him. Obviously he's the, he's wicked you expensive. Can't. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you can't pick him, <laughs> but it's almost too good to be true. And then if he has that fire under his ass that because of COVID, I mean, he could, you're right. He could want to ray with it. And, uh, Johnny boy, uh, maybe uh, maybe this will be numero uno for your major uh, tally. Let's see. Possibly. Speaking of someone who wants to get into that nice little win column at the U.S. Open, another hometown boy, the man who will turn 51 years of age on Wednesday, Bill Mickelson. No, we'll get to him later. I was thinking Xander, too. Yeah. No, 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 no. We will get to him later. Is Xander a hometowner? He is as well. We'll get yeah. to him in a bit, Michael. Sorry. We'll get to him in a bit. <laughs> uh, Bill Mickelson. He's going for it. He took two weeks off after he got cut from uh, not the Memorial, but the other tournament. <laughs> um, so he went back home. We all saw him drinking wine out of the Wanamaker for a week, having a good time hanging out on the golf carts. And then starting last week was over at Torrey Pines every day playing, getting a feel for the course Hmm. being a San Diego boy. I got to respect it. I, there is nothing in this world that would make me happier than if Phil goes, went back to back and like finally got the monkey off the show, you know, got the monkey off his shoulder. I, I don't see it happening. And that kind of breaks my heart. I just really hope he just doesn't finish in second. Like, I hope he makes the cut. I hope he finishes and like. Brandon, why are you putting that thought in our head? If you make the cut, Phil, you're either winning it or be like 25th. Like, you know, that would be heartbreaking. No top 10 10 for Phil. No top 10 unless it's a one. Unless there's a one and not a zero next to him. If there's just a one, then you're good. He can't finish in the top 10. He can't at 51 years of age. If you, if he finished in the top 10, like it would be, I know we talk about how I like to have like that, uh, you know, like the heartbreak, like I like watching the heartbreak. I can't watch Phil get heartbroken anymore. America couldn't America couldn't do it. Yeah. Rather than finishing last. Dead last. (laughs) 
Am I freaking frozen again? Oh, my God. He's frozen. Same face. Same face. Looks exactly the same. Same exact face. Oh, my goodness gracious. No, but go Phil. And all honestly, go Philly. I mean, we're a big pro Phil podcast. We are pulling for the guy. Big time. Big time. 100%. Watch him in those shades. I can't wait to see him just make incredible pitch, chip, flop shots around greens and if he's dialed in, look out, baby. Look out. Later. If Phil's got it going, he's got it going, man. He just showed the field. He can he can hang with the big boys. If he's up there again, no one's gonna be surprised. And I think he's I think he found something. You know. Completely agree there, Michael. Completely agree with you. I don't think I don't think it's just it's just us being a pro Phil podcast. I think America is just pro Phil. Right? I think America is now on pro Phil side. Yes. Hundred percent agree. We're all we're all Phil Mickelson. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> we're pretending. Oh man, but you know, I mean, we got some other really really good stories right here too. DJ, is he actually going to make a cut at a major this year? Is it going to happen? I don't know. It is, it, when I think of this place, I kind of think of that it's kind of like Oakmont, and in the fact that it's just long and straight and bada bing and. He won at Oakmont, so you never know. But you're right that the the history has not been good to Dustin Johnson as of late in the majors. And uh, I mean, the last one, I mean, he did win the Masters last fall, but still, but still. I don't know, man, because like back in Kia, like in Kiowa, I was like, I mean, I'd love for Dustin Johnson to be the hometown guy and, you know, win, you know, in chart, like win in his home state. Like I thought that was going to be a thing. And then went out and you know kind of laid an egg and i was really sad it's <laughs> like oh the south carolinians are going to be very upset right now very upset oh we've also got he tickled our balls this past weekend a little bit he did tickle our balls a little bit and then he triple bogeyed and and, and <laughs> fell out of the did running he, did he triple bogey late on sunday oh yeah triple bogeyed i think whole 14 or 15 i wish i oh. i don't have it up in front of me unfortunately wow i didn't know that Mm-hmm. I, me and Timmy were well. Timmy was falling a little bit. I was napping at the beach. Dude, I just to touch on it, like I, Hadley, I, I I saw him be interviewed on Thursday after a uh, nice round, and I think it was Scott Scott, the guy on Golf Channel or Gary, I forget, asked him a question, kind of like kind of condescending questions. So Hadley kind of spun it back at him, and it was kind of like. Oh, this guy's got a little chip on his shoulder. And then he was in the lead all, all week and then came down and shot a 75 on Sunday. Pretty, pretty poor performance, right? And bogey, bogey, bogey. Oh, oh. crushed. And I guess he, I didn't, I wasn't watching again, napping at the beach, enjoying life. It was, it was beautiful. Um, golf, oh, Michael. I was listening to the golf like holes seven through 10. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, couldn't listen any longer and close my eyes, but it was, it was Hadley's at Palmetto. The course was course got him and he choked it away. And I, 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 I heard Higo's name be announced that Timmy, Timmy told me Higo won. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. He, that was such a, nobody wanted to win that tournament. That guy finished like at like 
12 p.m. You you got one. You got one. It was. He was in the penultimate group, Michael. Well, he he was like third to last group, fourth to last group, second to last. He was in the Uh, group ahead of Hadley. Oh shit! I thought I thought he was I thought he was at like third. But it felt like that though. I know what you're saying. He and old BVP Bo Van Pelt just r- taking up the penultimate group. Now, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Hadley choked it away, but I, I mean, I don't know if you guys, our listeners probably don't know. All twenty-five of them probably don't know. Big Garrett Higo guy, love me the lefties, <laughs> love me the South, love me some South African players as well. So, you know, been Dude, following love- him. He was crushing it on the on the European tour this year. He had three wins already. Came over, made the cut at the PGA Championship. I was like, "Damn, dude, twenty-two years old, kid, kid's got a big future." And I'm looking forward to watching him. Beautiful forward- swing, beautiful, beautiful swing, swing. beautiful. He and Corey Con- he, Louis stays in Corey Con- Like he's got that level, and it's a lefty, so it automatically is more beautiful than any righty swing. But um, he is at that level of ease yeah, and beauty. Oh yeah, dude. The today was the or sorry Sunday was the first day I heard his name. Honestly, Saturday or Sunday, I had yeah. I know he's won a bunch on the European tour, and I obviously don't follow that too closely. Sometimes wake up in the morning and watch, but that swing watch in the morning. That swing is beautiful. And twenty two years old, I'll I'll keep pulling for that guy for sure. Might play in the Olympic. He uh, I think he he either caught so Louis is like miles ahead of everyone else on the in the South African side for right. And Tim, Tim's frozen again. Hold on. I figured out. I'm, I think I figured out how to do this. Oh, man. Well, but so, uh, so they're, they're basically a battle for a second. It's like him, Brandon, Brendan Grace, a couple other um, Christian Bazane notes up there, too. Um, I don't know, man. I think if Higo keeps playing well, he, he could he could be on that Olympic team with him. So that'd be kind of sweet. Um, Definitely. When is the Olympics? Couple uh, late July, early August, somewhere around there, I believe. Yeah. They have it as a calendar event, actually, on the PGA Tour. Um, I think there's not FedEx Cup points. Uh, there's no points. There might be Rolex points on the British on the European Tour side, uh, which is weird. But, anyways, um, what a year to start this podcast because we get to to talk about something that once it happens every four years. I mean, how cool! How cool exactly. is that? So, oh, it's unbelievable. We also get to talk about the best rivalry in golf right now, by far and away. We got Brooks and Brooksy teeing off again. Hopefully, if the U.S. Open people have any heart and any soul and care about us as golf fans, they will put Brooks Kepka and Brooksy DeChambeau together in a gosh darn group on Thursday and Friday no. so we can watch them go. I want them to be together on Sunday because Brooks is just an, an absolute dynamite with the with the with uh, all the majors, and then Bryson is defending champ. I want it to happen just like them coming down the street. Imagine they were in an 18-hole playoff on Monday. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow! Dude, um, yeah, I don't want to give them the out to like get it out of the way on a Thursday or a Friday. Like, I want it to happen on a Saturday or a Sunday when it really means something. Like, uh, why pair them together? You're just you're ending something that there, there's some 
there's something built up here that you're going to squash really the, you're going to bring that's going to be the climax and then everything after that's just going to kind of but it, and it's not even i know it's the first round of a u.s open what if both of them suck like again what if it's u.s open and both of them are, have played great and like their same score haven't played together yet now they got to play together on the weekend that's wrong that's that's how you do that i think but but well, yeah, if you put them together, there's going to be friggin' millions of cameras and everything's going to be picked up and every have fun on that hole. I'm going to go yeah. follow someone else. <laughs> yeah, Bryson's going to be Bryson's going to be paired up with um, Phil and uh, Hideki because they always pair up the major champion winners, the last three. So they all be paired together. Um, good group. Good group. Good group. But. I mean, besides those guys, finally, we got a lot of very, very good California players that grew up maybe not exactly around San Diego, but grew up in California, have played a lot of California golf. Love to see a couple of these guys play well. First up, Xander. The X-Man. Big X. The X-Man himself. Dude is coming here. First, real name, by the way, Alexander. So it makes sense why he's Xander, but like Alex Shoffley doesn't 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 do doesn't do me any good. Xander Shoffley does me some good. So love that he went that way. Grew up in San Diego. Like Timmy said earlier in the podcast, was watching the 2008 US Open from a Tory Pine tree himself. Oh my goodness. Like what? What an unbelievable story. That's picture perfect. Wait, so it's like his, this has nothing to do with golf, but if we called you Rendon Monroe or and like Eichel Adams or something like Imothy O'Reilly, just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love the, I love the little, uh, the little nickname you got there, but um, anyway, yes. It's like if we called Mike Ike instead of, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Or like Chell. Like if we called him like Chell instead of, instead of Mike. Yeah, chill. <laughs> Google my chill. Or if we called Brian Ian, that if we called your brother Brian Ian, that would probably make the most sense out of everything. Ian, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of Bry, we call him. We call him Ian. That'd be kind of funny. No. Let's start calling Brian Ian now. <laughs> do it. Do it. Let's see if he's paying attention to the podcast. <laughs> Nobody tell him that we mentioned him. Oh man, how funny would that be? What's up, Ian? <laughs> let's see. If, let's just make it happen organically. Let it. Let him listen to it. But happy, I, I would love to see, especially coming off a miscut. That's his first miscut in a major since 2017. Pretty sad about it. Dude's a monster. Hope he keeps going. I really hope he does well this week. Next up, Colin Morikawa, the last person to win a major championship in California. It was in Harding Park, close to where he played college golf, uh, which was right right over the bay in Cal. But, um, you know, another guy who's been pretty much money since he came on to the PGA Tour. I I have nothing but good things to say about Colin Markawa. Probably one of, if not the best ball striker on tour at age 24. Like, it's insane. Where, where in California is he from? Do you know? I think he's from North. I think he's up by from San Francisco. Um, he went to school at Cal. So that's why I knew that part. 
But expect him to be there this weekend. He can play. Oh, he's from L.A. Never mind. I lied. He's from L.A. <laughs> California. Well, Thanks. yeah, he's actually closer now. Instead of being like eight or nine hours away, he's only an hour and a half away. Hey, there we go. Exactly. And finally, Patrick Cantlay coming off a big win at the Memorial. Um, you know, I, I, he's been there pretty much all year. Dude's, I think he's a beast. You know, he's just super quiet. And so like, he doesn't get, I know we talked about that and a couple podcasts ago, he's just quiet. He kind of just goes, does his own thing. You know, guy that you can definitely root for. Um, he just doesn't, I just don't, he doesn't have the other, the spark as a couple of the other guys, but you know, super down to earth guy, unbelievable amateur career, fantastic pro career. We'll, we'll see if he can, if he can make it happen in his home state as well. Yeah. And that, especially after Mikey's tidbits, uh, when him talking about Patrick Canley's backstory, hundred percent rooting for him. Little sneak preview. He is 100% in my lineup. Bada bang me too. Speaking <laughs> of lineups. Since both wow, what a segue. <laughs> since both of you got, oh. Bada bang. You know what they call it? They got Mikey's tidbits. We got Brendan's segues. And we got, <laughs> we got Chooch's golfer pole, baby. That's all we need. My um, favorite is the segues. My favorite is the absolute segues. <laughs> get the people going. <laughs> Um, speaking of our daily fantasy picks, we do have some daily fantasy picks sponsored by no one, maybe one day, then we'll only play you guys, whoever sponsors us, but not yet for now. We are daily fantasy people. We are not any specific companies person, but I know that I went for, I went first for the Memorial, I believe. So I will go last this time around. Uh, Timmy or Mikey, you guys can go right ahead and take it away. Timmy, Timmy, take it out. All right. All right. So I have no one in my lineup above 9,100, but Michael mom and pop, or did you go no lower than I have $0 remaining. This is the first. Yeah. $0 remaining. No one above 10. This is just meat and potatoes right in the middle. Uh, just solid players all around. All right. So first one, I already mentioned Patrick Cannelly, just one of the hottest players on tour. He's top five in uh, FedEx come standings, all that. Um, just how can you not pick him? Um, now I got a soft spot for him since, uh, since Mikey's uh, Mikey's story and gave us that backstory a couple uh couple podcasts ago. Last pod. And Brendan made a great point. Um, and I mean, it's no secret, but he brought it to my attention a couple majors ago. It might even been the masters, but either one um, that the majors are so much more fun to pick because everyone solid players are just had absolute steals. So that I actually started from the bottom. Um, I started with my lowest player, 7,300 played really, really well at Wingfoot last year. Um, he also played well last week. Um, so he's kind of on the upgrade, uh, the upturn. And what I didn't know is that in between that wing foot and this hot start um, or this hot tournament he had last week, he had a back injury. So I was wondering where the hell he went. Um, don't know much about him, but my man, 7,300 bucks, Harris English. I am picking mm-hmm. him. Harris English, uh, just I, I got a feeling he wants to win the U.S. Open. I mean, who the hell doesn't want to win? That's a stupid take, Tim. But obviously, uh, I, I'm picking Harris English. He was he a want, good steal. He- 
he wanted to win the Palmetto, but he, he also choked it away. He couldn't. Oh, do yeah. It. Oh, God, yeah. Who didn't choke except for you know who? Um, he also won earlier this year. <laughs> he won at the Century Tournament of Champions. <laughs> Harris English. Yeah. Monster, dude. Harris English. Literally, number one Patrick Reed hater, Harris English. Because they played together at UG. They, they were on the same team at UGA, and then Pat got the boot. Yeah. They, they do not like each other. Well, interesting that you would say that, Mr. Segway, because I hope they get along because they are both on my team, Mr. Patrick Reed, wow. <laughs> winner of the Farmer's Insurance. Uh, he has... By cheating. Proved, by cheating. He has proved that... <laughs> well, we won't have to mention that. But he has proved that a short game around these treacherous greens and these, uh, like Mike said, the humps in the middle of the greens and all that and the tough rough, he has proved that his short game does prevail. And uh, he won convincingly um, at this course not too long ago. Uh, absolute steal, 7700 bucks, Mr. Sam Burns. Mr. Sam Burns, he's a long hitter. Talk about bad backs. Yeah. Long hitter, um, 7700 bucks. I don't know. I like him. Um, Mikey's doghouse. He's in Mikey's doghouse. <laughs> house is just Sam Jimmy, Burns right now hope, after the PGA. Hope, hope you don't hope you don't see a WD next to his name this weekend. Just pray for that. God, I hope not. That would stink. Uh, every time the major comes around, I either pick him or I regret picking him. So I'm picking him. Justin Rose, eight thousand. Got to pick Justin Rose. That's it. Um, I got Patrick Kinley. I already said that. My last pick. I got a feeling this might be his tournament. We he's oh, got to yeah. he's got to be long. He is has almost zero wins. He has one win, but we all know him as Mr. Tony Finau. I am picking Tony. Mr. Tony Finau. What a Tony. steal at eighty nine hundred bones. Big big big. I am excited about this lineup. Thank you, Mr. U.S. Open, for having uh, a great tournament to come up. That's where I'm going with. I put in ten bucks. I hope to win a million. Thank you very much. Yes, I was going to ask. You guys did the million, too. Let's do mm-hmm. it. Let's do it. Wow, Uncle Tony, Big Tony. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. I didn't pick him. Didn't pick him, but we'll wish him all the best. I'll go. Uh... Brendan, you mind? I mean, you want to go? I want to go? I, do we... do you, do you, would you like me to go? No, I'm ready, baby. Okay, I'll tell you right. what, I like going first because now I just get to sit back and listen to you guys. I will say just one thing. Justin Rose, seventh and T8 so far this year in majors. So he's kind of he's kind of running majors pretty well. So good good pick on that one. Turn it up. Mikey, right. I'll sir. I got Pat Cantley. Mm-hmm. You guys know that. Timmy, we're rooting for the guy. I mean, he can do good for both of us, I guess. That's fine by me. Sure. Um, second up, Will Zalatoris. Biggie, Biggie Will. Big, big Will fan. He's he's second on my list. He's you're welcome. Not you're second, welcome. Not second in money, but he maybe he wins it. You know, maybe he just friggin' wins this. He's he's poised. He's always been there in majors this year, and I don't see any different this time around. So pulling for the kid and that's how we base our 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 fantasy lineups around guys we're pulling for rory mcelroy he's my most expensive let's go rory i think i think he's going to be dialed in i hope he's going to be dialed in i should say me too because you never know with that guy he's been 
dialed all over the place recently. So let's dial it in, Rory. You got immense talent, best swing on tour, probably best player on tour if you're playing your best. Why not now? Why not now? Next in line, Phil. Phil Mickelson. Love it. How can you not? Got to go with him. Got to go with him. Got to root for him. If you don't put him in your lineup this week, you're probably going for the million. I'm I'm going for. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going for. (laughs) I'm I'm going for pride. I'm going for pride, and I'm going for pull of guys that I want to see on on the top of that leaderboard on Sunday. So, Phil, you're in that. Next in line, Westwood. Love it. Lee Westwood with the fiance on the bag. After I heard that news, insert him into the lineup. That's that's great news. So again, another guy we're pulling for to get his first major ever. The guy's the guy is 49, 48, 49. He's he's not 50 yet, but he's almost there. Would love to see him get one. He's probably not gonna get one. Uh next in line. And to round out the club, really excited about this guy. He's big guy, just holding it down. Like just feel like he's he's a good time. Shows up in majors, doesn't win, but shows up. Mark Leishman, big leash. Wow. I think we're uh, yeah, we're 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 big into just having a good time around here and making sure the grass is well kept and maybe cracking a beer, putting your feet up and watching a watching a ball game. So. Let's go, baby. Let's let's try and win oh. a million. Let's try and win a million. Big lace. We go. Yeah, you had to do it. All right, thank God. <laughs> go love big lace. Oh man, I feel like anyone who ever did that, any Australian who ever hears me do my big leash impression, because he, I sound nothing like him. Where he's just gonna listen to this and be like, "Why? Why is he saying this?" <laughs> Mark Leishman <laughs> sounds nothing like that. <laughs> Damn, you're making me feel bad for not picking Phil there, Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you should. I know. You should. Might have to make a, se- a separate like $1 one just to put Phil in there. I might make a separate $10 one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's what you should do. But you should not erase the one you've already made. No, 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 no. Nope. This Absolutely was- not. Yeah. Nope. So I've got, a, I've got a good mix of... You better have one person. You better have one person in there. Well, I've got a couple people in here. I've got a good mix of got six, actually. I've got six people. <laughs> They're a good mix of California boys and Brendan's guys combined into one. So we'll see how it goes. But first up, Colin Morikawa. Colin Morikawa has is an absolute monster in major championships. He is a fantastic player. I love the guy to bits. He's only 24 years old. He is going to be, I think, sooner or later, one of the faces of, of, the, of, of, of golf. And he did miss the cut in 2020 at the U.S. Open, but that's okay. We're going to put it behind us. What was the price tag? $9,500. Okay. So he's my most expensive. I went like you. I've got $0 left, and I've got a good assortment. Saying you got zero dollars left, like that's not like big news. Like that's how it should be. Uh, there have been some tournaments where I've left some money and actually won the money, even though I left money on the table. Um, you, you, you took you took someone over Louis Ustase, and I forget who it was. You took some guy who's struggling to stay on the PGA Tour over Louis. Just you left eight hundred dollars out there. I did. It was, it was incredible. 
I still won 45 bucks that week, but yeah, I did. Uh, shame on me. I know. Next up, $9,300. Xander Shoffley. Got to do it. Got to do it. Hometown kid. I've been the big X guy since I said he will never miss a cut in the major. I had to put my foot in my mouth after that one, but I think back in his hometown, he's going to do it. Next up, $8,600. Great minds. Think alike. Michael, Will, Zala, Horus, Big Billy. He has never been outside the top 10 in a major. Don't blink. You'll miss him. He's pretty five at Wingfoot. Second place at, at the Masters this year. T8 at Kiowa. 2021 U.S. Open one. No, I'm kidding. Um, but can we I have the him. app. Can we have the app that we use? Uh, put a picture next to his name. I mean, he's like a John Dowd in there. Jesus like he's Christ. just <laughs> John Dowd in there. Just oh Dowd, my God, that is electric, Timmy. Did you that... just pull John Dowd from from MVP Baseball from back in the day? <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> formerly known four. as Barry Bonds, aka John Dowd. Unreal. Though, I, I don't know. Was he a righty? Was Dowd a righty? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was a righty. Oh yeah, no, they did. Right, nothing. Oh, what? <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. Yeah, thirty-nine-year-old rookie. I wanted ba- always would, hilarious. You would, you would make Barry. You would create Barry Bonds. You would make him. Yeah, yeah. Cut John Dowd. Let him have the, the actual at bat to the actual like stance and stuff. It would have been unreal. Dude, uh, um, remember that? Remember we used to go like the cheat codes, the the super large bat that you used to be able to hit with. <laughs> Jesus, that game was awesome. Oh. Uh, my God! Anyways, back to back to John Down and Will Will Zalatoris and how they were. Will Zala, Will Zalatoris, baby. Uh, Seventy nine hundred dollars. I've got I've got a Brendan's guy right here. I got Abe Answer. I think I just think he's good. I think I think he, uh, you know, he's a Texas boy. He's not a California kid, but you know, I think he's got it. Another. This is going to be controversial. Wait, who's the last guy I zoned out? Oh, Abraham Answer. $7,900. You all right, keep going. You're on a trend here. The same you're picking the same guy over and over again, but go on. Yeah, I literally am. Uh $7,500. Controversial. Walking Neiman staying in the lineup. Okay. Mm-hmm. Staying in the lineup. At least right. we have one spot left. You have one spot left, right? And we got one spot left. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. You hear that, boys? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Chugga. 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 All about the Charlie Hoffman train. <laughs> Let's go. $7,200, baby. Charlie gets All the that matters. We got to get Charlie on this thing. He I mean, paid he... off in the PGA Championship, baby. He finished in the top 20. It was unbelievable. He did. He did. Yeah. Oh. You put that for a million. That's like me picking Phil. All right, we're 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 playing with our hearts. <laughs> we ain't playing with our heads. We're playing with our hearts. <laughs> it's all that matters. But hey, someone's gonna take one of the guys that that ends up costing like a you know ten five or eleven something, and it's gonna be uh, gonna be bad. And they're gonna miss the cut, and then they're gonna be all pat, all pissed off. But anyways, none of us have Brooks or Bryson. That's classic. Great. No, classic. we want no part of them right now. I probably would have had Brooks just because he's also from California, but I was like, ah, I can't really squeeze him in. So 
And I wasn't going to take out Xander, even though, yeah, I wasn't going to take out Xander or Colin. Thought really, about it, but I really thought about having both Brooks and Bryce. But he would have been picking, he would have been picking from the absolute scratch. You would have been picking amateurs from the bottom <laughs> to fill out your lineup. True. Oh, man. Right, since we met, baby. I know. Never right? know. Oh, God. Well, boys. Are there any names that, that, that we should know that, like, you said today's the longest day, Tim. So kind of explain that a little bit. So guys are trying to qualify, right? For the. Yeah. So, so there's um, a lot of places they have uh, like a 36 hole qualifier um, on Monday. Um, And that's, uh, that's basically like, like this is the last and final day that you can qualify for the U S open. And, uh, but why they call it the longest day is that um, you're waiting for the results. You're waiting for, and whether you all oh, were frozen again, I'll uh, let me do this on the you're waiting for um everything like that. And then once you find out if you have made it, um, then you um then you have to travel, obviously. Right. Um, and so like it's just like it's a whole day of like playing golf, finding out if you made it, and then making arrangements to travel for the US Open. You know, it's just kind of and that's crazy. crazy. And that's crazy. That's that's the thing that we we didn't touch upon, and it kind of goes unsaid. And the U.S. Open, like it's open, baby. Like anybody can qualify. And mm-hmm. we were saying how Ricky was Ricky Fowler was trying to qualify through all these missed out qualifying events and missed out. Couldn't beat couldn't beat local Joe Schmo who drinks Budweiser every every night for for the last twenty five years. Where's the nearest qualifier here? Great. Oh, they, they probably have a northeast one. Yeah, they. I think they had one at Ledgemont. I think the the place that I joined recently. I think they had one. Wow. I'm not exactly sure, but that must have been like a first round or something like that. Like too, because they they go like crazy. Like the qualifiers start in like April, and you got to like go. You know what I mean? Hmm. So it's kind of nuts. Oh yeah. Unless what you're rookie and you get to cut to the front of the line <laughs> and still miss. Back oh man. Back to what I was saying though. I mean, you can just be a dad for 25 years, just feeding your kids, having a butt every night, playing a little golf, golf, sign up for a little qualifier, say your handicaps zero and try and qualify, play some good golf, catch a little heater, get into the, get into the open. I mean, crazier things have been done. That's pretty sweet that elite golfers, golfers who have played at a high level can try and get into this thing. That's just, there's nothing else like it. And yeah, there any, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure you're on the lookout for any of those guys who those stories, like this guy came, he has like 20 kids back at home, just like dog, <laughs> dog wife, dogs running around. Just guy came from, he just, does something other than play golf for a living you know he just he's a, who knows who knows that's there's gonna be a couple of those guys so big time room for those guys big time well it's like a michael visaki man if only he if only he qualified that would have been great how cool would that have been oh you're not rooting for an amateur and they're like if they're top 10 you know come sunday if you're not rooting for that amateur i don't know who would you rather have win phil or the amateur i don't know phil what is phil phil, phil. Good what question. It better not have been the golfer pole. <laughs> but speak of the devil, I know we're running a little late, everyone, and we apologize. But, you know, it's 
It's okay. No, we don't. No, we fucking no, we don't. Well, I don't apologize. I don't oh. apologize. <laughs> too oh. bad. Too bad. So sad. Too bad. So oh. sad. Hope you're enjoy. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Exactly. But we do have best part of the show. It is the Chooches golfer poll. Timmy, what do you got for us this week? We have ourselves a first, boys and girls. Chooches and Chooches. The first. We have a what? first. We have we have someone, my buddy Nate, sent me a question. Wow. Um, and it was so good. That so it's Nate's have, golfer poll. It's Nate's golfer poll. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, I've played golf with him in Ireland and Portugal. Uh, you know, great buddy. Um, just to, just a, he's the most improved golfer I've ever seen from start when we first started golf until now. It's it's drastic. I mean, he's an athlete, hockey player. I mean, not surprised he picked it up. But anyway, so he sent me this, this golfer pole idea. We got a regular old colon, not a semicolon. If you play. Oh, wait, time out. Time, how did you receive this? I want to know how this this came about. Did this text like, came out of the said, hey, I got I know Nate's a great guy. How, how did how did this come about? He he out of the blue. Out of the blue. We we don't talk much unless it's about golf. And uh out of the blue, he says the last time we text was Monday, December 28th. All of a sudden, out of the blue, golfer poll idea. That's it. Wow. wow. Read the text. I was pumped. I called him. I said, Can I use this in the podcast? He said, Yep. And uh there we are. I mean, I couldn't. That's awesome. That's wild. So, love that he's chiming in. Oh my god, I know, right? So, anyway, golfer pull idea: if you play the same nine twice and break eighty, do you tell people you broke eighty, or do you tell everyone you broke eighty playing the same nine twice? (laughs) Broke eighty. Next question. Broke eighty. That's a that's classic. Broke uh, 80. Uh, uh, how much, like, if if I get into a conversation with someone about, like, the action, if I have more of, like, more than, like, a seven-second conversation with someone, I'm telling them that it's that it's on the same nine. But, like, if it's just, like, impact, hey, what'd you shoot? 80. Or, like, like just keep walking. Like, if, if there's time to explain myself, yeah, I feel the need to, like, it, it's not legit, legit. So, like... I'm always, I, I'm, I don't know. Like if you're walking by someone, they're like, what's your lowest score ever? And you're like, it's 79. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> like that. So, so what I, so like even good, good question, Nate, great freaking question. But like, I couldn't say that that's my lowest round. Could you like, if say you shot a 72 on the same nine, like, can you say that's your lowest round ever? I don't, I mean, hot. Like Highland Country Club, people, everybody there who, sh- who played eighteen, Brennan, I'm coming at your heart right now. Like that, exactly. that, that place is terrific. So there are, yeah, that's. Well, if it's two consecutive a, nines, it's got to be two consecutive nines. If you're playing like nine and then you go back oh, the next right. day, no, 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 right, has to be two consecutive. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it's I I shot seventy nine. End of story. Next question. Now, what if, in my situation, I have, I have, uh, I have three three under seventy rounds at Lincoln Country Club. We play one nine from the whites, one nine from the blues, and you know, like one of those kind of things. 
you know, I don't know, because they're considered two different nines. That's what they try to do as the members do when they play 18. They do one nine from the blues, one nine from the red, uh, the whites. And not that the huge different at Lincoln Country Club, but right. Um, I always consider it a 79 or, you know, just because it's two consecutive rounds. And uh, I'm not sure. I, no. it's, a, it's a great question, but I've never thought in that situation to to say well it's on the same nine you know what i mean i don't right no i i know what you're saying tim i and i don't like you play played lincoln growing up like friend you played highland both both nine hole courses like Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't play do a lot of that i didn't play a lot of nine and the same nine for a lot so like i'm just coming from somewhere different but like when i try and go out if i'm playing the same nine twice like I said, I would, I don't know, probably let it be known if it was, if we were going to have a conversation about how, how my golf went, you know? Yeah. And and we, we kind of had to make do, I mean, it's not like we had another nine that we could play. I mean, obviously we can go to anywhere else and, um, and play 18 holes, but, and that goes with the same question as like the hole in one. Like if you make a hole in one at a par three course, does it count? You know, like one of those. Right. And if, right. And if you Different. Do, no, Very it's, different. Similar. it's similar, but Bre- but Brendan, I know what you're saying too. Like if, if Brendan is, has played Highland like 50 times in the summer of 2008 and like on his 46th time, like I come up to him and was like, Hey, what'd you shoot? I don't I don't think Brendan should have to be like, I shot, I shot a, a an 80 with on, 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 two, on the same two, nine, on the even same though nine, it's different, you know even though I mean? it is different. Even at Highland, they do try and make it different as much yeah. as possible, changing the par and whatnot, or they did. Rest in peace, Highland. I know. RIP in peace. What a course. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't, someone who belongs there should definitely not feel the need to, like, they should definitely, if they shot a 68 on at Lincoln Country Club, that's, that's what, that's, that's their low score of their, their life. You know what I mean? I, I believe that. I'm now I'm now I'm very glad that I have a 78 at, a, at not Lincoln Crunchy Club. <laughs> now that we're talking about this, <laughs> at a regular 18. I wonder what Nate's answer is. I wonder what prompted that uh, that question. I think he's on the hunt along with my brother for, to break 80. I think he's on the. I don't think he's done it. So that's I haven't maybe, done it. But maybe, even I, even just even 90. You know what I mean? Like right, right, right. I'm just the playing the same nine twice what how does it how do you feel about that but obviously not ideal oh we're gonna have our uh shorts versus pants battle for this one we gotta save that we'll save that for a live because that will be a that'll be a a battle royale right there that's gonna be uh we may come to fisticuffs like it might be that we may we may have to call ian to come over and break us (laughs) shoot i'm telling brendan i'm telling brian Oh, we may have to call Ian and Riss over to come come and break us up. <laughs> I only go. He's only toe, sorry. No, 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 no. He's no, no, no. Sorry, Chris is not Chris. Chris is not Riss. Chris is Topher. So Topher and Ian. Topher oh. <laughs> and Ian. Topher and Ian. Bry guy. It's Bry guy though. I, there's nothing. It's, it will always be. It has always been. It will always be Bry guy. But imagine. Oh, Topher and Ian. Topher. That's. I think I'm in on Topher. Uh, we got to make a sick. We got to have a, a spinoff. A podcast. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, that could be. Dude, put Topher, those, Topher dude. Grace from that 70s show. Topher Exa- Grace is well, there's a lot of similarities to that 70s show, but we won't talk about that either. Uh- <laughs> we also won't. If, if Imagine if we put those two in the same room for like a an hour. Room. Like that would be 
content. That would be classic stuff. Those two in a room. Oh, oh my God. That'd be unreal. Well, we'll have this talk offline. But anyways, boys, as always, what an absolute pleasure this was. Talking U.S. Open. Talking our our tournament. Our tournament. Enjoy it. it. I think NBC has got pretty heavy coverage. Obviously, the Golf Channel. It's going to be on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and these guys are going to be out there grinding. And I, fr- I fr- freaking love it. I can't Did they wait. put it on the cock? Did they put it on the cock at all? That's what I call peacock now, by the way. I don't know if they put it Thank on. Thank you for clarifying. I was wondering. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I decided, I didn't. I've decided since, since it's so stupid that, like, the street, that the streaming service, that they're putting everything to the streaming service, I'm going to call it by a funny name. So it's the cock. I thought you were talking Cox Digital Cable from Rhode Island. Too. Oh, boy. That's also like... Well, yeah, you guys don't even have Comcast. It's still Cox, right? Cox, well, plural. Timmy, uh, Timmy's parents have Cox, I think, right? Yeah, they do. They we do. got Verizon, but... Oh, you got the Fios? Yeah, we got the Fios, I guess. I don't well, know. Well, if it's on the if it's on the cock, I'll be, I'll, I'll be watching it. I'll be streaming it during the day, so that's good. Jesus YouTube TV, baby. Oh, all oh right. yeah. Enjoy it on the, the television. Not not anything different. But uh <laughs> oh man. Well boys, I'm excited to watch it. USL point, maybe. Can't wait for it. And uh, you know, you can follow us on all our social medias, hit the link tree in the comment, hit the link tree in the uh in the bios, follow follow Tim at Chooch Golf on on uh on on TikTok and anywhere else he is. Great follow, fantastic follow. Follow. We can follow Mikey on uh, Napster and and uh, and and Facebook and and MySpace. 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 <laughs> Check me out on MySpace. Michael underscore Adams underscore twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. Anyways, boys. As always, let's just get out there and let's let it fly. Let it fly, baby. Let it fly. Play better. Go, Phil. Go, yeah. Phil. Go, Phil. Go, Phil.